Mejor Sola is a space for women of color and femme-identifying folks of color who want to join the self-love revolution and need the affirmation of two mujeres who are also on their way. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Unpack This with Mejor Sola. I am M, and we are doing these mini episodes on the Mondays. You don't get a full-sized episode, so you can expect for us to pop into your podcast feed, unpacking a quote that we've come across and we just want to dig a little deeper into and I'm here with hey y'all it's Des (laughs) (laughs) who else would it be who are you expecting (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah like who did you think just now (laughs) surprise um so Des went last week in terms of selecting the quote so it's my turn um and I came across this on an Instagram account called Shrimp Teeth. And it's usually geared, or it's geared towards talking about boundaries and polyamorous relationships and how to find success in, in, in that area. Um, covers pleasure, everything in between. So it's a really great account to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're ever interested in like talking about those things, they offer some counseling too. Ooh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. Shrimp Teeth. that's wonderful um but the quote that we found that really we wanted to like dig our our hands into um is this satisfaction is the state of awareness when your happiness is sustainable Mm. Mm -hmm. do you need that again des or you you, you got that (laughs) oh no boo i wrote it down and you sent me the (laughs) screenshot i did uh, i needed you to be able to chew on this one I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when M first read it, I think I was really kind of like taken aback because we think about, at least I think about um, sustainable as something that like you just, you do and it doesn't necessarily cause harm and it doesn't like, you know, you just, you do it, you engage in it and it, it, can feel good or it can just feel kind of neutral and like you go about your day and it is what it is like no harm no foul right when Mm -hmm. I when I think of the word sustainable right things that are not taking not too exciting right yeah it's just you know we hear it's sustainable um you know like I don't know sustainable energy like it's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like I don't think of the word sustainable when I think of happiness so mm-hmm. when M brought up this quotation I was like oh oh hello that is a new way to think about this mm-hmm. yeah I think I feel you on that like I think sustainable and I don't think as too too far anyway like I think right, right in the middle like it's not too exciting it doesn't take too much away from you Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's a way that you need to just keep going. And that kind of clashes with what I was also thinking, which is this idea that it could happen again. Mm. Right. So for me, thinking about this quote, satisfaction is a state of awareness when your happiness is sustainable. It's thinking about how can you really call something satisfaction if it's not something that can happen consistently like 
let's say you go skydiving and that's such a thrill. And now you want to live your entire life on that peak emotional sense of freedom and, and thrill of risk of death and, and all of that, all of those emotions at once, that peak emotion. Can that be defined as satisfaction if you can't do that every single day? I don't think that's satisfaction. I think that's adrenaline. And if anybody's running on that much adrenaline that like that way daily, they're going to have a heart attack. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? So when you think about, I go, I go back to the meaning of the word happiness. Like Mm -hmm. I think society. Wait, wait a minute. This is our short episode, girl. I know it's a short episode. I'm going to try to make this brief. So, And we can, uh, we can unpack this part in like a full blown episode later. But like, I think about the way that society has asked us to define happiness. A lot of times we place, you know, happiness in someone or in something or like in the ability to do. And when reality, like we have the control mm-hmm. of our happiness, like, which is really hard to explain in 10 or so minutes, but it's like we've been taught to place our happiness, the responsibility of our happiness, of us feeling that emotion on other things and on other people. And that's not cool. Like, because we can't control those other things or those other people. Right. And so when I think about, you know, this feeling of like, or this idea of sustainability and satisfaction, what are you doing in your environment that you can control that is sustainable? Right, that right, right. Happy. And like, if you're adding people to that, great. But recognize that that changes the environment and it changes what you can and cannot control. So let's not tie the person to the happiness. Let's tie what's happening in the environment that you control to the happiness because that part is sustainable. So I think it goes far beyond just this like idea of like this one thing that made you so happy. It's like, well, but what, what was it about that thing? Like, was it the environment? Was it the people? Like, how do you, you really have to spend some time kind of like picking that apart and thinking about, what made you feel that emotion of happiness? Because when I think of happiness, I also think of like fulfillment and love and joy. Like it doesn't just happen. Right. Um, So uh, yeah. So for me, it it goes, I think a lot deeper, like everything. Fuck. Why can't these just be surface (laughs) level sometimes? Like that would be so nice. Uh, (laughs) Okay. I promise you we will have one mini episode where it's just surface level shit. We don't get too deep about anything. Like I don't think anyone comes here for that though. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think it's, it's not about, I love that you're saying it's like what's in your control, right? If there's too many other factors when other people are around, like when I'm planning events and I'm thinking about the experience of event goers and there's a part of your event where it's contingent on if the person attending the event does this thing, they'll experience this. Like for me as an event planner that I am placing too much faith in that, in the idea that that attendee is going to do that thing in order for them to experience Mm -hmm. what I need them to experience. Right. Right. I know I'm talking very like general terms, but like 
even as something like, oh, if they, they need to bring their ticket in order to enter. And if they don't bring their physical ticket, then they have to, you know, go to the FedEx across the street or Kinko's and print it. Like that's, that's why we have it available to like scan on QR codes or things like that. Like we make sure that we are removing these different elements that they can, or, or choices that they can make that'll detract from your own satisfaction with how the event has gone. Mm. So it, for me, like it makes sense. So I, I apologize if it doesn't make sense for other folks, but for me that makes sense because it's, a, it's making me think about, well, if I don't want to put that much faith or if I don't want to put too much control in the other person's decision-making to then influence my satisfaction, then what can I do to plan around that? Right? So it's kind of like, what am I doing to make sure that I'm in control of the happiness that I'm trying to experience? Cause I think you can, I think it's something that I'm struggling with is the word happiness in the quote, because it is hard to think about as something as happiness as being something that is consistently happening. Like there's that there's not enough room for other things to be happening, but is, is that what you're interpreting from it too? Or am I reading that differently? I wouldn't say that I'm interpreting the same. I think, see, I struggle with the word happiness in general Mm-hmm. because I feel like it's one of those emotions that I can't quite say I've ever felt on its own. What do you mean? Like, I don't, like when people are like, like sometimes Sophie will ask me like, mommy, are you happy or are you sad? And I'm like, well, I'm not sad, but like, I'm, I'm just chilling. Like there's nothing, I don't have anything to tie to this feeling of happiness like I don't I I don't experience emotions that way for me like it it, there's like joy and there's like all these other things that come to me when I feel really great so like what are what are we supposed to be feeling when we're happy like what you know I don't and so some folks will be like oh like when you eat your favorite food and I'm like I don't feel happy I feel satisfaction like Mm -hmm. I feel you know, a, a connection to like what's in my mouth. Like <laughs> I'm like enjoying the flavors. Right. Right. Or people are like, Oh, when you see your friends and I'm like, I'm not happy. I'm elated. Like I'm there. It goes so much further for me, you know, than that. Like my favorite times are when I get to pick up M from the airport y'all. Cause like legit every <laughs> single time I cry. Cause it, the, the emotion is just so much farther than that. So I'm like, I don't, I don't even really know if I know how to describe just the word, like the feeling of happiness. So I guess like, I don't think that you can only feel that one thing at one time. Like I, I feel like you can feel different things all the time and all together at once. Hmm. Yeah. Like I feel like on your emotional range, like you go straight past happy a lot of yeah. the time, right? Like that's just like a, uh, <laughs> that's not even, that's not your destination. No. When you're overcome with these emotions, like there's so many other things that you feel. Yeah. And it, it has me thinking about like our default feeling like when we're not yeah. we're not 
necessarily um, experiencing anything in the moment. We're just kind of like going about our business. Like what is our default feeling? And I've been thinking a lot about that because I, I believe my default feeling or mood is usually negative. Like my, Mm. like my deep, like that's the, I guess what I'm trying to say, it's the easiest thing for me to, for me to feel. Mm. It takes a little bit more effort for me to lean into something and be, and be happy and, and be joyful um, and be silly. Like Mm. not, not to the point where, you know, and I've talked to my therapist about this, not to the point where I have any kind of like, um, I've been diagnosed with any clinical depression, but it's just like, I have, I feel like I have to choose to let myself feel those other things. Like it's not a, it's not so easily occurring to me. Like I'm not, when I text you, LOL, sometimes I'm not laughing out loud. Like I, I don't laugh out loud often unless I'm with folks like you Des, cause your laugh is infectious. So like I do laugh a lot more on here or with some of my friends, but it's not like, you know, some, you know, some folks who are a little bit more outwardly um, offering their laughter and stuff. Yeah, I think I was like really trying to find a time, like thinking of a time when I was like, when did you just feel happy? I'm like, I feel happy when my packages arrive. Ooh, like they arrive and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I just go on about my day. Like there's like a pot. What is that moment like? (sighs) Like it's uh, Sophie will like run to the room and she's like, mommy, there's something at the door. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, it's a box. And I'm like, oh, nice. (laughs) And then we go and we get it. And sometimes we open it right away and sometimes we don't. And then I move on. Like happiness for me is not a state that I exist in. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so when I think about that like that particular word I just I have a really hard time placing the emotion so yeah so I think I think that's the thing that I'm struggling with the most is like satisfaction is the state of awareness when your happiness is sustainable I don't know if that's the thing that I want to be sustainable do I always want to feel the way that I do when my packages get here on time probably not because it's it's temporary it's so temporary right right I think that I think that we can be a little bit more specific with this quote and maybe swap out that word happiness and figure out what that default feeling we want to have is. Mm, I like that. Because I agree with you. Like for me, it's not happiness. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe we should. Um, I'll let my therapist listen to this episode or something. But... <laughs> Yeah, I get it because when you said that, like, the one that you default to the easiest is negativity, mine is melancholy. Mm. I am always melancholy. And it's probably because of the music that I choose to listen to. I stay breaking up with people that I'm not even in relationships with. Right. You got your sad girl playlist. I just, all all the, a hundred, like, all the time. (laughs) Like, I just, so mine is just immediate, like, melancholy. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a negative state, but I'm definitely in my feelings most of the time, right? And so, yeah, I like this idea of like switching out the word. Yeah. And I I mean, I'll reclaim my negativity, not so much as like, oh, I want to figure out what's bad about everything around me, but it's more about like how, 
it's, it's my first instinct, but your first instinct isn't always the way you decide to act or the, the, the feeling that you choose to stay in, but it's my first instinct to like criticize myself or ask myself what I just said or did. Was that okay? Um, and to, you know, think through those things is it's my default. So I'm not always choosing to act on those negative feelings, but it, I, I do recognize that they come so much easier to me than that feeling of carelessness and, and f- free happiness that I think I associate with happiness that I don't, I don't feel as easily. I love that you've reclaimed that negativity because I mean, the reality is like, I think especially where we're at right now, it's really difficult to feel like anything is sustainable so this act of like finding a feeling that we would like to become sustainable, I think is, is a really good place to be. So thanks for bringing this quotation to us today. Of course. And I think that I am really grateful to have you as like my emotional thought partner in these conversations, because I don't know if I kind of verbalize these anywhere else. So it's kind of strange to know that, you know, we have these listeners here that we appreciate and we welcome into the space. And I don't find myself verbalizing this to folks close to me on a normal basis. So yeah, appreciate you all for letting us be so vulnerable with you. And I encourage you to figure out what that default feeling is that you want to have sustainable to create your own sense of satisfaction for yourself yeah check out the feelings wheel we posted it on the gram identify one there (laughs) awesome thanks for joining us y'all for episode three of our mini episode and we'll talk to y'all soon all right see you next week bye bye Mejor Sola is an independent podcast recorded, edited, and produced by Des and M. You can find us on Instagram at Mejor Sola Podcast. That's M-E-J-O-R-S-O-L-A Podcast. And on Twitter at Mejor Sola Pod. Let us know how you are being your Mejor Sola Self by tagging us in your photos and using hashtag Mejor Sola Self. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you.